seriously pointless conversations about culture, your seriously pointless podcast about all kinds of culture and geek and nerd information, which is not really that pointless because I think we have a lot of interesting things to say. So welcome to our Dragon Ball Z episode. Kamehameha! Oh dear God. You're coming you in here. You have to cut that you're, out. No, no, that's going to stay in there the no, whole that's time. Great. You're going to stay that's going to stay in here because that has way more energy than I have today. So, that's phenomenal. So, Yay. anyways, hi. My name's David. I'm your host, and I am joined again by my wonderful co-host, Jackie. What's going on today? Oh, I'm awake and alive, so I'm pretty good. You're pretty good. So, I don't know, you weren't here the last couple episodes, but we were uh, doing a kind of, what What have you been up to, what have you been watching, what have you been doing nerd-related the last couple couple weeks, or nothing serious, like, you know, what have you been vegging on recently? Um, I don't really veg much anymore, but I did get the number 17 Dresden Files book, uh, Battleground, and I've been reading that. Hi, hi, hi. And... Shout out to Jim Butcher, man. If you yes. ever want to like <laughs> send us free copies of stuff, dude, we, I, dude, I will like wear your t-shirts. I'll do anything, man. You're, I love such your stuff. A hound. Why are you calling out? To hey, he's people? he's great. I he mean, he is a good author, but I don't want him to author. send me stuff. Like he doesn't need to do that. I just yes, want him can. to write. He can write, and he can send me anything. He wants, send, he wants to send me a button. I'll wear a button. He wants to pay for a tattoo so I can get on my butt. It says Harry Dresden for life. I'll totally get I that. I think that he has better things to do. I don't know. I doubt and that. And anyway, that's what I've been doing, and I have been enjoying it. Um, yeah, shout out, guys, though. Yeah, insane. He just came out books. with. Yeah, he just came out with the, the last two books. Yeah, uh, pretty Peace, recent. Peace, Peace Talks, Talks and, and then Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds mm-hmm. just came out like uh, in September. Was it September or was it October? I, I don't remember. I lost track. It was pretty recent, though. Because of work, and then so, I saw it was on Amazon. Are you enjoying it, though? I am. Yeah, I will say, I guess I feel like at this point I'm just really invested. Like, I have read he plans to do 20 books is this in the number, series. What this, is this is 17. One? Oh, so and he's so close. I feel like... I just, I have to know what's going on. They're talking about now Harry, how Harry is starborn, and they still haven't really revealed mm, what all that means. Yeah, but I, we don't know what it means. We just know he is one. And so it's, I mean, it, he's it's just intense. Gonna, he's just going to get a kiss tattoo where it's going to be like right over his eye. He's like a gonna, giant star. Yeah, like the guy from Kiss. I kind of doubt it, but I just, <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy the characters. I like seeing what happens. And uh, That's the second time I've brought that up in the last, like, I don't know how many weeks. So anyways, go ahead. That's depressing. I know, but, it is pretty bad, isn't it? I mean, that that is what I've been doing. And I mean, yeah, that that's about it. So enjoying it and books are good. Cool. So I have actually been up to playing some more Binding of Isaac, actually. You know, your favorite video game to watch me play. Yeah. So well, I'm just gross. That's okay. I've just been playing it because they're getting ready to. They're planning on doing a really uh, a release of a new uh, kind of expansion portion of it. I can't remember what it's called. It's not Afterbirth. It's mm-hmm. called something else. I can't remember what it was called, but uh, James was telling me about it, and I started playing it, uh, Binding of Isaac again. He was playing with me, uh, helping me get through a couple of the challenges last week because they're just god-awful hard. So that's what I've been up to. I've been doing that in a little Lego Harry Potter, which you saw me playing today. I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm a Lego fanatic a little bit. So because even though I can't afford to buy any Legos, I buy the Lego games, and it's kind of like a pseudo childhood experience <laughs> so, wow but hey you know what you gotta do what you love that's what i say but today guys 
we are going to be talking about another childhood experience. Not not mine personally, but of Jackie's actually. Yes. So let's start off with so this is Dragon Ball Z. So just for a little clarification, this isn't Dragon Ball where it's not Goku when he's younger. Which is the original series, um, and it's not uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is the newer series that they just that came the out. The one that because my students are like obsessed. Yes, that's the newer excited. one. I figured and my buddy, that's the new one. That and came and out. a couple of the guys like Vizu and Spencer are super into it at work, and I'm like I can't. I was like, just throw out their names. Jeez, they don't want to be mentioned. Eh, who cares? They cool. they don't mind Jackie. I promise you that. They to be called up for Dragon Ball Z fans or Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z Kai. I'm, honestly, those, They'd be proud of Spencer that. is like those are pretty uh, common enough names. They probably won't buy. But Spencer <laughs> Spencer is like really he likes he's a pretty much a super uh, Dragon Ball fan. So like he's like talk shade to Vizio. <laughs> Kind of about funny. like he's like yo you know he's like yeah, i know who you like he's like go on a bitch <laughs> i was like dude you can't like why are you doing that he just does it to rattle the zoo and it's hilarious to watch but anyways so um so we're not gonna be talking about the the newest season newest series or the uh oldest series we're gonna be talking about the one in between because in my opinion that's the one that's probably had the most impact on us culture wise at least or at least us in general but let's start with um your first introduction to Dragon Ball Z, Jackie, because this is your this is kind of your bread and butter when you were a kid. Um, I'm trying to think when I first started watching it. My brother and I were really into it, and we would come home from school, and it started at four o'clock, I think, or it maybe it started mm. at three thirty. After, after at, school cartoons. Yeah, well, we'd watch Channel Twenty Three. It was on Cartoon Network, and Pokemon started at three, and so we lived like a block from the school, so we would pretty much like we'd get home the and catch of most existence. of. Yeah, we'd get like. <laughs> He's talking about my dad hates Pokemon, but... Anyways, go ahead. I mean, we didn't... Like, Pokemon was fine. We enjoyed watching it, but we really... Like, we would always miss the first part of it because we wouldn't get home right at 3. And so we would be more excited. 3.30 was when Dragon Ball Z started. And I have a feeling it was probably like... I don't know, maybe 4th grade that we really got into it. Maybe 5th grade. Mm -hmm. Um but I just remember my brother and I rushing home and like getting down in front of the TV and starting Dragon Ball. And I remember Dragon Ball Z. I remember hating the commercial breaks. And when I look back, they cut out so much of the episode. Like I think yeah. I've watched some of the episodes on YouTube and it's like, this is really 15 minutes and they stretched it out to 30. Oh, by yeah. Shoving it chock full of commercials. And I remember that Steven and I would get so mad when the commercials well, would get on. I mean, would, so like, you know it's kind of like whenever we watch, happening? like we'll watch anime uh, nowadays, and mm -hmm. every episode is like maybe 22, 20, minutes 20 24 minutes, like 25 max usually. And so you're like, there's a whole like 10 to 5, 5 to 10 minutes in there that's just, just commercials mm -hmm. that you know there has to be somewhere. But I actually like watching anime a little bit more now that I'm older because it's not as like long yeah it can... is kind of nice when versus like a netflix series like stranger things which is also wonderful but it's so long whereas it's anime like 45 you can get minutes through, 
Yeah, you get through one episode and it's like, okay, and especially when you have yeah. kids and jobs and things to do, you, it's just hard to yeah. make time for anything. You just sit down and kind of veg for about 15, 20 minutes or whatever mm -hmm. it is and get a little yeah. time between. Say you're like cooking something or you can just throw mm -hmm. it up there and you can watch it and put the English dubs on there, even though I'm not really a big English dubs fan, but you can do it and kind of like multitask a little bit, so. No, I mean, you can do that. I'd... I know I you're. Just read the subtitles. You're a purist, so you're better than um, So, but other than so, Saturday afternoon cartoons. Well, no, it was not Saturday. It uh, was after Monday school, through Friday. After school cartoons. After school. Sorry. Um, I mean, we had all the toys. We got video games. Like I, I remember, we got into it um, pretty hardcore. And there you go. We. <laughs> If anybody doesn't know, like I said, you can't see this, but I pulled up one of her old uh, action figures. It's actually, it's a Vegeta, and he's super he's super sane. Yeah. Our kid was actually playing with us the other day, and he just, uh, it was somewhere. So it, it yeah. just happened to be behind us. I so. just like how you will grab things or make hand motions and head gestures, like, as if they could see you. Um, this is this is all audio, by the way. Um, is it? But, yeah, we just, I mean, my brother and I... It was a good bonding thing because we'd fight over characters. My best friend at school, Laura, we'd talk. And I still remember the day in eighth grade when she told me, she said, I have a confession to make. I've decided I don't like Dragon Ball Z anymore. Mm -hmm. And it just like... Crumbled your world. I mean, we were still friends. I think the fact that we got over that was a pretty big, pr pretty big achievement for both of oh, us. Yeah. But I just remember I had drawn her... Um, like, I mean, it was an eight and a half by 11, like, picture with a whole bunch of the characters all together. Um, colored pencil, like, beautiful detail. Like, the paper Man, was all full out. of all these characters. Yeah, and I drew that for her and gave it to her as a gift. And she was like, um, I'm sorry, but I've decided I don't like Dragon Ball Z anymore. And I was like, no, blasphemy, no. She just took your heart ripped it yeah, out and, and stomped on and it. And then I do remember that my friend Ryan was like, well, you know, I like Dragon Ball Z, but have you noticed when they laugh how their shoulders move? And it's like, ha, ha, ha. And the, the, they're like yeah. basically doing trap shrugs basically yeah. the whole time. And it's like, well, who laughs like that? I remember my mom, maybe it, I think it was my dad. He preferred Dragon Ball Z to Pokemon, but he did say, those guys need some like... I don't know, some x lax or they need something, because he would always act like, oh, man, they're like, oh, he's like, God, that's a serious see, bowel movement. I'm your, like, dad. That's your dad. I love your dad to death. So, I mean, I remember the critics, and looking back, like, when I, I still love it, but looking back at it, it's like, yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. But I still love it anyway. Well, that's why your tastes evolve as you get older. And, and yeah. you know, so everybody's got their their thing. It's aged better than Space Jam, I will say that I know. Much. It's like you gotta you, bu you bust my chops over, like, say, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you think it's kind of dumb looking. But I love it to this day, even mm -hmm. though now I watch. Like I said, that you look back at those cartoons. I watch on the cartoons, and I'm just like, God, how did I get through this yeah. as a child? Like, and my brain didn't melt out of my ears because... You look at it now in some of those cartoons, and I'm like, this is, I mean, they're cool looking, but man, the plots are so thin. Well, it's like the first Pokemon movie that yeah. I remember Dad took us to theaters to see that. Part of the reason he hates Pokemon so much, because that was like he torture. Made him, he made him sit there an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and then I have rewatched that movie, and it's, 
awful. It's like literal trash. And for some reason, I don't know, Dragon Ball Z, I don't feel that way. I still like it. But Pokemon for me did not age well. No. It just didn't work out. But anyway, back to Dragon Ball The games, Ball Z. on the other hand, are, are flawless. Well, yeah, that's works different. Of, uh, so that's kind of our, our basic, uh, the, the idea of us uh, kind of getting into it. If you guys have had any similar experiences, let us know. If you guys watch, you know, after school specials, or Saturday morning cartoons like the rest of us 90s kids did. Let us know because it's like I said, it, I want to hear about your guys' experiences as well. But kind of moving forward from that, so how you kind of looked over my, my show notes a little bit. Um, just briefly, what do you think, how do you think Dragon Ball Z came to be out of what? I didn't look over your notes that carefully. That carefully, Sorry. that's okay. I don't have. So I'll I'll a jump in. I'll jump in. Why don't you explain that? Because I'm gonna. I mean, I know Dragon Ball came first, and yeah. I've seen a lot of that too. You've and seen I the, like that, that. like the iconic image of of basically like little cho- Goku, little, little Goku flying Goku. around on the Nimbus cloud yeah, with the tail and, and his little and his little bow staff thing. Yeah, and then Bulma's in that one. Yeah, she, but somehow she's still a grown adult, which is weird. She's supposed to be like a teenager, which is still weird. I, yeah, it kind of is. Because they end up getting married. It's just, it's no, just a... she marries... Um, you're thinking of Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi married Goku. Bulma oh, marries I'm Vegeta. I'm sorry. So that Bulma's is still weird. That's still weird. Yeah, well, and I don't remember if Vegeta's supposed to be older than Goku or not. I kind of think he is a little bit, but I don't remember. Here, I'm going to take your word for that Snow one. Because like I said, rot. I'm outside of my depth on this one. So yeah. anyway, so... Like, like we were saying, the um, Dragon Ball Z is actually a sequel to Dragon Ball, and it adapts the latter 325 chapters of the original 519 chapter Dragon Ball manga. So it's actually Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z are the same, essentially the same manga. It's like the second half of it's Dragon Ball Z when Goku Dra- grows up. It's basically they say, "Oh, Goku." A Goku grows up, and then now it's Dragon Ball Z, but it's technically the same manga, uh, but it was created by, and I'm going to butcher this name, is Akira Toriyama, I believe that's how you say it, uh, and he ran it, which is uh, one of Shonen Jump's original title, or one of its more original titles, from 1988 to 1995, and then... It was so well received in Japan that it actually Dragon Ball began to air in Japan on Fuji uh, TV, uh, April nineteen April nineteen eighty nine to January of ninety six, and eventually got dubbed over. Uh, it was so well received, and there kind of started to trickle out a little bit into uh, American markets. So the way things worked back in the day with. Um, Japanese uh, anime and things like that. You'd get VHSs and things like that with just Japanese um, language on it. Mm-hmm. Voiceovers. No subtitles. And what would happen is people that actually spoke Japanese, they would pick it up. You know, and they would, you would have do their to, own subtitles? Well, they wouldn't subtitle it. But they would, they would, they would be, they could actually watch it, and they would like either ship it over or whatever. Because back in the day, they didn't have a lot of subtitles and stuff like that from like Japan, things like that. They had some, but it was very rare for like Japanese animation anime to get subtitled. It was kind of starting to get there with like uh, Vampire Hunter D and a couple other like Gundam Wing That's things like that. One. So, but it still wasn't as prominent. Like you really had, you basically had a there was a limited amount of production on this kind of stuff. So whenever you did get it, people would either watch it in Japanese and be like, oh, this is really good. And they, 
a lot of times they would make their fan their fan uh, subtitles. But so a lot of times you have people that actually get anime nowadays that's not readily available to big markets, and they'll actually make fan made subtitles. Hmm. So they still do that quite a bit, which is a crazy thing to to think of that you've put I mean, that. Th that's not really pirating. Exactly. I mean, not exactly, because you're all you're but doing. But they're they're reselling it though. Not really. A lot of times they give out they free. Just share it they give it away for free a lot of times because huh. they do that because at the time what they'll do is they'll they'll watch it they'll they'll get what their approximation of you know the the wording is and then they'll they'll type up and they'll put their own uh, layover on it mm -hmm. so which is kind of a really interesting concept and they put it out on the internet which. I guess technically it's it is illegal probably for them to do, but it really that's what really helps saturate the market with anime. So because people are like, oh, look at all these fan made subs mm -hmm. that for anime that's not really available in the U.S. but it's like predominant over in Japan. Mm -hmm. So I mean, this would have to be major fact checked. I don't know anything like for certain on this, but I used to teach students from Japan, mm -hmm. um, teach English as a second language, and I. <laughs> I had asked a couple of my Japanese students about anime because I was saying, yeah, I really like it. Well, and they told me, oh, my God, you guys are the reasons that it keeps selling. Like, you Americans. That's right, They said is. the only people in Japan that watch that are, like, total weirdos. One of my favorite students told me that. That's Takuya, right. he was the nicest guy. He played in a band. And he, I just remember, he was like, oh. Anime? Oh no! He said, "Oh no!" That's he right. Said, we, he said, "I don't watch that." Oh, it, <laughs> it was really funny. I thought, "Oh," and he's like, "Yeah, thanks to you Americans, like it still sells." So, and that was like ten, no, maybe like eight years ago. So I don't know if that's now. that's true, but it it was just kind of funny. And I do think that American markets help a lot. Oh, absolutely. We have a lot of... There's a lot of cultural exchange between yes. Japanese and American culture, which I think we help kind of like... We kind of like feed off each other that way a little mm -hmm. bit because like well, the Marvel movies and big cinematic movies, they sell yeah. huge over in Japan. Well, and I, I love so. the fact that I love 2D animation. I, ju I just can't get enough of it. Yeah. And I really hate... I just... Ugh, 3D is not my thing. Yeah. And I love that anime... So much of it is still 2D, and it just, like, warms my heart. So, anyway, back to your... You, you summarized Dragon Ball, and then... Yeah, no, so... goes to Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, so... When did that happen? Essentially, what it was... Um, so, um, let me look at this real quick. Do-do-do-do-do-do uh, was missing... We'll cut this out here in a minute. So, studio change producer... You said Dragon Ball started okay. coming to the U.S. Yeah, so... So, um, to summarize a little bit of how they started doing Dragon Ball Z from the Dragon Ball show, they wanted to, um, Mr. Torishima, uh, which is uh, Toriyama's editor of a couple of his other uh, anime or manga that he was doing, um, had, seen, had done the first the first half of Dragon Ball, and he thought to himself, you know, like, they started to see the, the ratings kind of slump a little bit in Japan, and they said, well, you know, this was cute and funny, so, but we want to go towards more of a serious tone with the, new, with the newer series. And he said, so whenever we go to this new series, he says, well, let's, let's really stress 
the uh, more adult tones, I guess. Well, they're more, <laughs> I wouldn't say adult tones. It is more of adulty, I guess. Well, and adult there's tones with like die. fighting. Like, and so, I don't feel like and that they don't really, in Dragon Ball. And they don't have that in Dragon Ball. It's very much like, oh, I got hurt. Or, like, we fight and, like, we it get over it. It was cutesy. It was very cutesy Dragon and very Ball chill. Z, there was, like, we're yeah. literally trying to save the world and people will die and bad things will happen. And exactly. It's a which, lot more, like, sex references, too, that were oh, yeah. pretty, like... Like, Miss, uh, who's the, who's the turtle, um, uh, who's the turtle master guy? He's got all the turtle. Oh, yeah. I know, the old man that lives on the island. It's not Orochimaru, that's a different anime. It starts with a Y. I have to, I'll I'll get it up here in a minute, but. Yoshimo or something. Yeah, but yeah, he's like a huge perv in in the actual, like, Japanese version. Like, there's a huge nosebleeds everywhere. It's just, yeah, it's pretty funny. They edited, like, they cleaned it up for the U.S. They don't have this stuff in the U.S. at all version, in the English dub versions at all. They, like, when Goku dies and there's those two demon guys Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to say, like, hell on their shirts. Yeah, and, and they, they wipe like, it out. Wipe yeah, part of it out so it says like E L or something. So we, we're going, just ridiculous. Yeah, we'll go over that a little bit here in a little bit. <laughs> so let's. So after obviously they said they saw the the the, the ratings slump a little bit on Dragon Ball. On Dragon Ball. They souped it up for Dragon so they Ball souped Z. it up for Dragon Ball Z. So the basic plot is what they what they went after. So we're gonna break this into big chunks because. Obviously, this isn't like a video game where we go over game mechanics and things like that. We're going to go over the, the, the story is everything in it. So we're going to go over chunks, we'll discuss it, and then we'll move on to the next chunk. So Dragon Ball Z uh, picks up five years after the end of Dragon Ball anim- of the Dragon Ball anime with Goku now a young adult and father to his son Gohan. A, human- a humanoid alien named Raditz arrives on Earth in a spacecraft and tracks down Goku, revealing to him that he is his long-lost older brother, and that they are members of a near-extinct extra- extraterrestrial warrior race called the Saiyans. The Saiyans had sent Goku, originally named Kakarot, to Earth as an infant to conquer the planet for them, but he suffered a traumatic brain injury soon after his arrival and lost all memory of his mission as well as his bloodthirsty Saiyan nature. Goku refuses to help Raditz continue the mission, which results in Raditz kidnapping Gohan. Goku decides to team up with his former enemy, Piccolo, Mm-hmm. Who is another? I don't know what race is Piccolo. He's, in, uh, he's from Namek. He's, he's a Namekian. A, a Namekian. I think is how you say it. He's green. My head comes off to you because I, that, I totally forgot what what race he was. I just he's remember he Namek. looked. I always call. Where they go I called him the yeah. I called him the bug race. Is what I called him no, on my he's brain. He's not a bug. Well, race. he has little antenna things and he's green and well, purple. He looks more. He has big ears like an elf. Yeah, maybe he's, he's actually. More. I know he was mean in Dragon Ball, but I don't remember a lot of that. But I like Piccolo. He's, he's a cool, funny. He's, he's a cool cat now. Yeah, he's kind of a BA. He's really neat. Because isn't the old one? Is in Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z that they go back to his planet and they train? It's in Dragon Ball Z because that's where they have to fight Frieza. Frieza's like no, that's late. That's Nama. later on. Yeah, isn't that's it? later. Okay. And they have to fight Frieza. Okay, so my bad. Anyway, so. He, he teams up with his enemy Piccolo uh, to defeat Raditz and save his son while sacrificing, sacrificing his own life in the process. So this is where they get to the weird like adult kind of things where he goes and he goes to the afterlife. He's essentially in hell, but they don't yeah. like. Well, it's it's yeah. So Goku trains under the ruler of the North Galaxy, King Kai, and is taught the Kai Kai. 
Kaioken, and Spirit Bomb, also known as the Genki Dama techniques, before being revived by the Dragon Balls a year later in order to save the Earth from Raditz, Raditz's allies. Uh, Nappa and the self-proclaimed Prince of the Sa- of all Saiyans. Vegeta! Yeah, I love him. I know, even though he's... He's such a douche at he's, first, he's a, he turns He's kind like, of a turd, isn't he? I mean, he's still always kind of like a hateful little... Like, I don't... I feel like little man syndrome. He's definitely a little whiny little bitch. Yeah. A little bit, so. I like him, though. He's that's, funny. That's okay. Everyone's got the fresh. And he's got his, like, hoarse, raspy voice. I mean, Goku is definitely my favorite, but what I always like doing? Vegeta. That's right. You know, what's right? Yes. What are you doing, Goku? Like that. He yeah. talks like that, and I'm just like, dude, you are just, like, mm-hmm. half a pack of cigarettes away from having throat cancer. Yeah. <laughs> so. I like Vegeta. Um... So, anyways, so Go- Vegeta, uh, he has to fight Vegeta, who arrived before Goku returns and back from the afterlife. Nappa is the tall, bald one, right? Yes, I believe so. I have yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember it. he's bald and he has like a mustache and he's really tall. See, I'm giving you flashbacks now. You're mm-hmm. just starting to remember everybody, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, I like I kind of obsessed over this a long time ago. So get this though: after a Goku returns, Piccolo is killed by Nappa. During the battle, along with Goku's ad- allies, Yamcha and um, Tien, Tien, uh, Sinhan, and Shoutsu. Shoutsu. Does Krillin die? The little bald one. Uh, later on, I believe. Yeah. Not right now. Yeah. Well, and one of them is it Tienzu, maybe, or the one that has the three eyes. There's one that has three eyes, and there's one that has like big. Big hair. Well, I'll be honest with you. Hair. I don't. Rem- I don't remember them all. There's a couple. I don't remember. All I remember is Yamcha and Yamcha uh, had the big hair. No. Yeah. Yamcha did like have the big hair. He, he was just like a human, but he and had like Tien, wild Tien's hair. And the little guy with the little like. He's like white and he's got like um, little. I think Tien is the one with the three eyes. And oh, I maybe think Shao. You know what? You're gonna Google their pictures. I'm I'm gonna look well, up. I have that fan page already pulled up where you can see all the characters. So this is where uh, you have Frieza set up. Like, come on. Yeah, we'll go. But the, go I back got the Frieza saga, the, the Cell saga. I don't need these guys. Cell was horrifying. Um, yeah, that was really sad when I remember those characters all died. So but I guess I think, didn't they go? They would also it be considered the Saiyan saga? I guess. Yeah. It's there in the Saiyan saga. Cause they don't have Raditz. pictures of anybody down here, Jackie. Oh, well, Ratatouille. See? I oh, here you go. Characters. See? I'll just click characters. Oh, my God. I could listen to... I could watch all... <laughs> they have characters on here, but look, they don't have... They don't have... They just have... Uh... Well, if you click on the picture, I'm sure it'll tell you who it is. No, these are newer characters. Like, these are newer characters... So that's Krillin. That's Piccolo. Krillin. One of my friends dressed up as Krillin for Halloween, and <laughs> actually really pulled it. Did he shave his head? Uh, I think he wore a skull cap. Oh, it still works. That's pretty cool though. And had like, but he had the, the six dots drawn on his forehead. Better him than me, but so kind of continuing on. We got a little sidetrack. So. Um, yeah, character schmear. But apparently, okay. both uh, Kami and the Dragon Ball cease to exist as a result of Piccolo's death. After Goku finally arrives at the battlefield, he avenges his fallen friends by defeating Nappa, 
with his new level of power. Thus, the giant spirit bomb, spirit bomb attack he uses, mm-hmm. probably. So that's the one where you see him, his like his hands above, yeah. his hand head, and he just goes boom. It's like humongous looking. Yeah, and it probably takes like six episodes for him to load it. So <laughs> just hypothetically, you know. and the grunting and the yeah, and you're just like Jesus. My dad comes like, in. Like here, have an Xbox. Somebody, yeah, needs some medicine. Hey, your dad is all about you know digestive helping people out with their digestion. <laughs> their digestion, yeah, digestive and, health. And yeah, he's yeah he's all about Very it. Important. So, so after he uh, he joins the battle, uh, he has to try to use his new level of power to defeat them. Vegeta executes Nappa for his failure and does battle with Goku. So this is essentially the first battle that vegeta and goku had like their big battle they have because mm-hmm. i think they've had a couple of smaller encounters along the way and so but is ultimate goku but eventually uh, goku ultimately defeats uh vegeta and is uh thanks to the efforts of gohan and goku's other surviving allies krillin who is actually still alive and uh yaji robi yaji robi is the old man Okay. No, that's... maybe no. He's uh, no. Yaji Robi is kind of like a Rotan guy. Okay, you, you'll just have to Google his picture. Yaji. Yeah, because like I said, without I remember... uh, to be fair, without a, a a diagram with their names and their pictures next to them, I'm awful about remembering these well, kinds of names. It's just a bummer because I had a Pojo's unofficial Dragon Ball Z guide. With all the pictures and everything, and he gave it to a former student a few years ago. Oh, you did? Yeah, because I thought, well, I don't like, I don't use this, I don't need this, and he was obsessed with Dragon you Ball. Shoots a collector's Z. item now. You yeah, gotta be careful. I know. Well, and I thought, I thought, you know, I think you'd appreciate this, and he was like, oh my god. And now it's like, man, that's like when I gave away my Pokemon. Yeah, he just cards. made like ten thousand totally dollars, and you don't even know. Yeah, I know. Just like the kid <laughs> that I babysat that sold all my Pokemon cards. Son of a witch little jerk anyways anyway. so at goku's request he they spare vegeta's life and allow him to escape earth with vegeta vowing to return i will return and destroy the planet out of revenge for his humiliation at goku's hands so this is basically like his whole story arc at this point to try and just come back and mm-hmm. defeat goku that's yeah, his he hates goku that's his whole point in life at this point yeah that's his... He's just this, like, a whiny little turd that is like, I, I, I got beat. I finally got defeated. Uh, I gotta fight him. I'm gonna beat him. And I'm just like, dude, mm-hmm. just... <laughs> I think that's what started to turn me off a little bit on. Because I actually didn't start watching Dragon Ball Z probably until I was in high school, probably. I saw reruns of it on Toonami. Man, you're late to the game. Yeah, I was really late to the game. Like, I was... I See, I got smatterings of it from, like, James... Um, who's the other co-host normally here, guys? And he, like I said, he's he was my introduction to all things geek and anime, and I love him to death for it. So, but we would watch things like um, uh, what was it, Cowboy Bebop, and um, Trigun, and Dragon Ball Z on. Didn't you watch Lupin the Third? We also? did. We even so they had so <laughs> many. So Toonami. So Toonami was phenomenal because they would do huge anime blocks we would stay up late at night like to they started doing it at like nine yeah and they would and go until like two or three ones. two or three in the morning oh man and we would stay up late watching these these some some of these and now it's just i think they i don't know if they still have them or not but it's phenomenal i love it to death what are you doing still i'm gonna computer. look up your characters real quick you're gonna look up my characters so so 
they started, you, you really have this heavy influence. That's another reason why I think that anime is so prevalent in the U.S. is they would, they would put them on Toonami for us, and you would have some of these. But the thing is, you know, you, you'd watch these shows like back to back to back, but a lot of times they'd be an out of order, so you would have no idea what's really going on sometimes. Because I remember there was a couple episodes where we would watch Dragon Ball. I think Dragon Ball Z, they had them out of order on Toonami initially. I would not be surprised at that. Which, that's one of the things that we'll get into that a little bit later about the uh, the production and the... Uh, the I don't know what the right word for it I'm looking for. Basically, the, the induction of them into American society... Uh, you just really have... Okay, sorry. Sorry, it's Master Roshi, by the way, is the old uh, man. Mr. Mr. Popo. Or yeah, Bo- I remember Mr. Bo- Popo. Is Popo is my favorite literal already. Yeah, I know. Black that, guy. That's a little racist, but it's funny. I know, it's, he it's was. Funny. Um, well, and I remember Mr. Satan is the guy yeah. that's just like a normal, normal human dude. that fights. Normal dude. It's like, why is he, he called yeah. Mr. Satan? That's Tien so... is the one with the three eyes and the bald. Yamcha has the big hair. Master Roshi. Okay. Yeah, I just told you that. I'm Master sorry. Roshi is the old funny guy. Shoutsu is the little, the itty bitty little boy that's like white, creepy, with the little hair. Shoutsu, that's yeah, that's what I thought. Shoutsu is the little, uh, he's got the little green uniform, yeah, white face, he's, and he's got the little red dimples and a little hat on him. Yeah, it's kind of like, is he human? I don't remember. I don't remember. I think he's supposed to be, but I'm not entirely he sure just on that. Paints himself. That'd be really awkward. Or he's, that's awkward he's right an there. Albino. So if, <laughs> maybe he is. I don't know. I mean, anyway, maybe he. Maybe sorry, that maybe was he. Very oh, maybe he is an albino. We just don't know it. So this is the kind of stuff we need to do ahead of time, so we have all the characters pulled up, so it we happens. don't have to look during the podcast. It and doesn't have the matter. Listeners just like, oh my god. It doesn't They're matter. They're looking up stuff. You know what? It's our world. podcast. We're having fun. That's all that matters. So, anyways, so continuing off of like, so as. As Vegeta was originally fighting Goku, uh, Krillin had actually overheard Vegeta mention the original set of Dragon Balls, uh, mentioning the original set of Dragon Balls from Piccolo's homeworld, Namek. While Goku recovers from his injuries, Gohan, Krillin, and Goku's oldest friend, Bulma, who's actually from Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball uh, depart from Namek in order to use these Dragon Balls to revive their fallen friends. However, they, they discover that Vegeta's superior, the galactic tyrant, Lord Frieza. Yes. <laughs> he sounds like this. He's like, well, kind of. He kind of sounds like if you guys have ever I seen. I don't really remember what they all sound like. Oh, he's like a he's he sounds so whiny. He, he has sounds like, three forms. Yeah, later he? on they all have so, like, different forms. Like they evolve. If you ever have seen, there's a great uh, AMV, which is an anime music video. Have you ever watched any of those? Yeah, yeah there's, I, I have. I'm sure I've seen you when there was one where he's literally just Frieza. He's sitting in his little pod. And it's um, uh, set to a Metallica song where he's like, nah, 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 Yes, I remember nah, that. Nah, 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 nah. And you're just like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the best. It's the, it's the greatest. <laughs> I can thank my buddy Cole I for that because that. he was super in AMVs for, I don't know if he still is, but he was like super in them for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I remember I mean, watching those at his and he, house. I remember he gave me an entire flash, or a, a CD full of them one time, because we didn't have flash drives back then, but it was it was tremendous, to say the least, so. 
Anyways, so they, they find out that the Frieza is also there looking for the Dragon, the Dragon Balls, Balls right. because he wants to achieve immortality. Uh, and a fully healed Vegeta arrives on Namek as well, also seeking immortality from the Dragon Balls, which leads to several battles between him and Frieza's henchmen. The Ginyu Force. I'm getting there. So oh. realizing he <laughs> realizing he's overpowered, Vegeta teams up with Gohan and Krillin to fight the Ginyu Force, a team of elite mercenaries summoned, summoned by Frieza. They always have their dance moves. That's right. They, they have, have their little Vs pose. in the air, yeah. or they have their they have their butt turn. They turn around. They put their head. They're basically it's like they're they put their face between their legs, and it's weird. They have the hands stretched yes. outside. It looks bizarre. Yeah, I remember, they, it's like a choreographed group of like cheerleaders. It's they really have it's to like do they're this just thing. so powerful. They have they get bored, and so they're like we're gonna have a choreographed you know dance. They move. were funny. I just remember they were like they were good fighters, but they were straight up like comic relief. They're, that's like, what they just were. Ridiculous. Yeah, to make things a little bit lighter just literally like literally ridiculous oh yeah so they basically team up against them and after goku finally uh, arrives on namek the epic battle with frieza himself comes to a close when goku goku transforms into the fabled super saiyan of legend and defeats him before escaping namek as the planet is destroyed in a massive explosion yeah and so that's that. That's a pretty epic. I mean, if you, I mean, everything in this in this show is it just it's mm-hmm. cranked up to an eleven. I think they get the people off of it though, don't they? Yeah, I believe they Pickles, save everybody, and they, and they take them all to Earth. I believe it's where they end up. Yeah, I kind well, and I remember them talking about Namekians. I think Bulma is asking them because there's like a like they meet a really nice one that's like younger and shorter guy and they're asking him about like well are there girls and boys and he's like no and with like to have new namekians they just like bud or something and they asexually and reproduce I, yeah, it's something like, where i remember bulma was like horrified about it and they make <laughs> it's funny that they left that in there because i bet in the japanese version there was probably some more sex stuff in there but i remember that bulma was just kind of like ew my gosh well, i mean i'm sure there's a race out there in the universe that does something like that and we're just like whoa that'd be weird and they probably think well, that I mean, how we, we do things things is weird. here on the earth that do that like which is pretty cool I mean, a lot of plants do it, so it's kind of strange, so. But it's a different way of life, so. Upon his return to Earth a year later, Goku encounters a time traveler named Trunks. Yes. Yeah. And this is where Trunks... The future son of who? Well, it's Vegeta and Bulma, but he... Awkward. He tells... Because Piccolo can hear everything, but yep. he's, because he has the, well, these big ears aren't just for show, <laughs> but um, he talks, Trunks talks to Goku and is explaining, like, this is happening and I need your help and blah, blah, blah. And he explains who he is and Goku's like, oh my God. And Trunks says, but you can't say anything because then you'll change the timeline and I won't be born. Yep. And then when they go back, Piccolo's like, I'm going to tell the group. He says, but I, I will tell them only what they need to hear. And he's, like, looking at Trunks, like, okay, I'm not going to tell them about you. Yeah, don't be um, a snitch, Piccolo. But, yeah I, yeah, I remember that because Goku looks back when Trunks tells who he is. And he looks back at Vegeta and Bulma are kind of standing close together. And they look so different and so, like, disgusted <laughs> with each other. And it's opposites just like, tra- oh, God. Attract. How did that happen? So... Uh, Trunks actually warns Goku that two androids will appear three years later seeking revenge against Goku for destroying the Red Ribbon Army when he was a child, 
which I have no idea what the Red Ribbon Army is. I'm sure they go uh, into a little bit something more. Something from Dragon Ball. I, did, I vaguely remember in that Pojo guidebook, it talked about yeah. it. Because I used to read that thing for funsies. Cause for funsies? That's so, why it's So the Red Ribbon guys. Army is, uh, is a paramilitary organization led by Commander Red, a short man who has his forces raid towns in search of the Dragon Balls on a quest for world domination. So that's essentially the what it usual. is. The usual. Yeah, basically, you know, basic, you know, tyrant type stuff. So anyways, so during this time, an evil life form called Cell emerges and after absorbing two of the androids to achieve his yeah, that was perfect form, he holds his own fighting tournament to decide the fate of Earth, known as the Cell Games. After Goku sacrifices his own life a second time to no avail, Gohan avenges his father by destroying Cell after ascending to the second level of Super Saiyan. Mm -hmm. So if you've noticed, they're just like, well, you know, obviously Super Saiyan isn't cool enough. We had to make it super... Super, super Saiyan. Super duper Saiyan. It's super duper Saiyan. I really doubt that. But <laughs> It's not. I know it's not. It's just the second level. I'm just trolling people Android a little bit. Android 18 is so, like, I think... Goku or Gohan punches Cell so hard in the stomach he pukes up the nope. one, the girl android, the blonde one. Mm -hmm. And I think she factors in later on. She becomes a wife of somebody. I'd have to look it yeah, up. Yeah, it's, it's, there's so many like interconnected crazy things. Um, but yeah, I've, I remember all that. So I vividly remember that this is about the time that I started actually watching things, watching mm -hmm. it on Toonami, and I'm just, like, watching it with James. I'm like, what in God's name is going on? Yeah, that got pretty weird when he, like, absorbed the Android 17 with his tail. It was, like, disgusting because his first form was really, like, gross-looking. Yeah, it really was. And I don't ugh, like, big tail and, like, kind of nasty weird face and then when he is second form he looks like a military commander like some yeah, big buff arnold schwarzenegger guy and then third form it's, it's like the same thing not, happened with frieza yeah well it, they did the same thing with frieza like they make the third form is like smaller and it's it's like the second form is like this huge awful looking big thing. horns and things yeah like that. and then this third form is like smaller and like more sleek looking yeah, he's much more agile and things like that mm -hmm. but so after all that happens it, you know, it takes seven years before goku is revived for one day to, uh for one day to reunite with his loved ones and meet his youngest son goten uh at the ten kachi budokai which I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? I know. I'm assuming it's some kind of tournament. Uh, soon after, well, you know what? Let's let's look it up because I was we're say, curious. It's kind of like you have the internet at your fingertips. So, like, don't be lazy, David. You should have exactly. figured this out beforehand. She's a yeah, you should like get your show notes a little souped up. See, this is hard for a teacher That's because hurtful. I'm like, do your research and sound legitimate. What? I know, dude. I just help out. Sorry. Yeah. See, that's what I was right. <laughs> it, it literally means the number one, number one under heaven martial arts gathering. That sounds it's like a, a good time. It sounds like a good time. A lot of punching and kicking. Is Mr. Satan there? I do not know. I'd have to look into that a little He's bit. He's hilarious. Which I I'm sure. He's really so funny. what? I kind of skipped over a little bit of that stuff, and because there's so some of the the lore in this is so dense. Yeah. We could have literally talked about this for probably three hours. And or did, more. If yeah. not more. But I know. I know it's, it gets pretty heavy because 
And even after Dragon Ball Z, there was Dragon Ball GT, which I never watched. But I feel like there was one I remember reading about. So that about was in between they... Kai and, yes. and Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I don't think it did very well. But no. they have like the fusion earrings in that one <clears throat> where they have these earrings. The only good part about that is Gotunks. Gotunks. Yeah, they do the little dance and they, they, no, put, they, yeah, they push they their fingers like... together and they like mess up a couple times and there's like a fat... <laughs> It's like a fat version of, oh, of Gotunks and like a skinny old version of Gotunks. Because they like, they get their they fingers do the dance perfectly. Because if they mess up, they do all these little, like, little well, funny thorns. They have like Gogeta. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that all that happened in the GT series. But that, again, that's, those are ones I just read about um, in Pojos and I didn't actually get to Gotens. watch. Gotens? Gotunks. Gotunks. That's I why I thought his name is Gotenks is his name for some reason. Because it's Trunks and Goten. Yeah. I have to. Well, and it's, oh, come on. Show me a picture. Yeah, it's interesting is... because Trunks. Um, yes. Looks like. Yeah. He looks like a super like hardcore dude. But like there's this version where he's he's like old and he's like. like all frail. All frail looking. Yeah. And I cannot. They don't have it in here. Oh, well, it it's interesting. Sad. They have all these. Names, because Trunks, you know he has a sister named Bra, right? Yeah. I mean, like, come on, Trunks and Bra, really? Yeah, I know. Uh, they kind of got a little <laughs> lazy on the end. And, well, they even have another uh, guy coming on, like, later on. I'm sure I'll get flagged for this, but I believe, I don't know if he comes up in any of the other series, but the newest one in Kai, it's called, his name is Broly. Yeah. Broly. I, I've just seen it written, B-R-O-L-Y. Broly, yeah. I and don't he's a little he's like hardcore. He's supposed to be like stronger than any of the other ones. I just don't think I don't know what his deal is, but we can go over that a little bit more in another episode. But it's just really interesting to see like they're just keep upping the game with like power mm-hmm. levels and things like that. So I mean, yeah, that's that's just how it goes. That's like my Harry Dresden book number seventeen, like the battles. You th- you didn't think it could get any more intense, and guess what? Oh, it got more intense. Oh, little did you know. But mm-hmm. anyways, so after after the 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 the, the tournament, uh, Goku and his allies are drawn into a fight by the Supre- Supreme Kai against uh, a magical being known as Majin Buu. Remember Majin Buu? He looks all cute. Is and he the... He's all like round and like fat looking. He's basically pink. Oh yes, that goofy thing. Well, he's summoned but that guy, that Majin Buu was summoned by the evil wizard uh, Bobby D. Yeah. Yeah, and after numerous battles that result in the deaths of many of Goku's allies as well as the destruction of Earth... Goku, whose life is fully restored by the Elder Supreme Kai, kills Ma- Kid Buu, which is like the the more powerful form of, of Majin Buu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess because you gotta have forms, I guess. With yeah. a spirit bomb attack containing the energy of all the inhabitants of Earth who were resurrected along with the planet by the Namekian Dragon Balls. Namekian. Namekian, sorry. Namekian Dragon Balls. Goku makes a wish for Boo to be reincarnated as a good person, and ten years later, at another uh, Tanaki Budokai, he meets Boo's human reincarnation, Oob. Oob, yes. Yeah, Oob. We're just going to turn his name and spin it around, because <laughs> that's the way it is. Leaving the match between them unfinished, Goku departs with Oob to train him to become Earth's new defender. 
Boom. And so that's like the end of the series. Of Dragon Ball Z. Of Dragon Ball Z. See, that's, that's how they end it. I'm trying to remember what happened, but I kind of trailed off after Cell. And I think that was when I went to high school and then I just didn't I can have see that. time. And maybe, oh, I know another big thing that happened. The um, cable company got smart because they used to have mm. Channel 23, 24, and 25. Started up in the channels. Well, it was Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, and Disney were 23, 24, 25. And with like the, not the basic, basic package, but like the basic package up, which is what our family had, you had all those. And then I feel like it happened around eighth grade or high school. The cable company was like, nope, screw you guys. And they put all of those channels up in the 50s and the 60s. Mm -hmm. And like, I remember our parents telling us we're really sorry, but it's just, this is way too expensive. Like it, like it would have yeah, been no, double I, the cable no, price. No, and my, my parents and were did. like, we're not, we're not paying for that. So I think that's, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Cause we lost the channels and I then so and I didn't get to watch them that, anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I, it wasn't too long after that mom and dad got rid of cable, too, because the company just kept making it worse and worse and well, worse. Well, nowadays, it's almost doing the other thing now. You have to have, like, 8 million different streaming services I know, just for... I just to have things, but... And it kind of, it's kind of annoying, but... They find so, a way to get theirs. That's right, they do. The, so, but kind of going, kind of backtracking with that a little bit, so... Being able to like that syndication you were talking about, that's that was a huge part about bringing it all to America, so do you remember... Uh, who helped bring over the uh, Dragon Ball Z license? Was it Funimation? Funimation, actually. This is whenever Funimation was still kind of just getting started a little bit, and they were mm -hmm. really looking for licensings and things like that. But another one, it's actually the it was a North American based company that helped bring it over. Do you remember? Probably uh, it's very very prominent. If I say the name, you'll probably know who like other things they did. You know who, who Saban is. Yeah, the Power Ranger. Exactly. Was, yeah. So yeah, so people, a lot of people know him for Saban's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So he he helped bring a lot of that stuff over, um, and really helped cement uh, that um, that Power Rangers in our culture for yeah. especially in the '90s. But he even did so with a lot of these other little things like Dragon Ball Z and help. You could almost say that he helped bring anime to the U.S. To the U.S. Huh. A little bit, so it's it's really kind of cool. I know so the name, yeah, he yeah. partnered with them, but he did a lot of the uh, releasing. Uh, the Saban Entertainment at the time, so he helped bring them over to into the syndication, which is where you probably saw a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And he was he's like a huge. He's a very good businessman on things. He put out merchandising and all kinds of stuff. I mean, as you can tell with like Power Rangers and things like that. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so um, he was actually really instrumental in getting uh, a couple of uh, contract musicians uh, by the name of Ron Weisserman and Jeremy Sweet, who actually helped with a lot of the Power Rangers music for the show, help a very iconic song that you probably know Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> well, yes, but they also did uh, a very iconic song that is connected with this episode for Dragon Ball Z. Do you remember, remember how it goes? The Dragon Ball song? No. I don't. 
It's a dragon, dragon. Oh, Rock yes. Rock the dragon, yes. dragon ball Z. Okay, so they I helped, do remember they that. Helped that was pretty awesome. They, they helped write that and, like, get it set up. So that was, that like... That was an anthem. That was. For, and, like, you, that was not the same uh, intro song as it was in Japan at all. It was no. still, like, heavy a little bit. But I don't think it was... It, was, it didn't have the same words. Well, I guess they... Yeah. Because kind of like with Power Rangers... They had all those characters, all like the white people, they filmed that here in the U.S., right? And then they just kept the action scenes from Japan. Oh, yeah. That's like they, when they brought Sailor Moon over and they had the PSAs added in, like they would do stuff like that to make it more wholesome. And it's Mm -hmm. like, now it's like American audience friendly. So kind of going (laughs) off a little bit. So due to those cuts, so they did a lot of cuts in it to make it, kid friendly because Maybe that's why the episodes were so insanely short so how many episodes do you think are in the japanese version of dragon ball z oh gosh well i actually just saw it on your thing yeah, just like 576 since we're just talking about the main series and we're not yeah. talking about all of the ones there are 67 episodes in the japanese version mm-hmm. or the first i'm sorry the first out of the first because so what they did is they only aired a portion of the Dragon Ball Z series initially before they came in and did the full run. Um, so with the initial, uh, out of the first 67 episodes, only 53 of them aired in the U.S. Because that's how much they cut. <laughs> yeah, so that's that, funny. That, is, that is insane. So, so if you go through... Um, most of the edits were actually done to make the anime more tame, like I said, and kid-friendly. Notably, having res- references to death sidestepped with phrases like, sent to the next dimension. Yes. <laughs> so that is just, that's that's just insane to think that that's, I guess, that they had to have their stamp of approval to make sure on primetime television yeah. to let kids, or afternoon television to well, let kids like watch text, it. I know Vegeta had a shirt. I forget what happened, but Vegeta ended up, like, wearing somebody's old clothes, and he had a shirt that said, they made it say, bad man. Mm-hmm. And I think in the Japanese version, it said, bad ass or something Probably. like that. <laughs> it's, just, it's just really kind of funny that they did that. So, mm-hmm. and so during the first um, uh, initial uh, premiering of the, se- or the series into the U.S. market... You get it. I started going in September thirteenth, ninety six, which is the first run syndication. But they halted production in ninety eight after two seasons, despite strong ratings from from uh, people, uh, from the audiences. Um, this is mainly due because Saban was scaling down syndication openings in in order to focus on producing original material for Fox Kids. Which is, this is when you're getting more into his Power Rangers kind of days, a little bit more, because um, he's doing subsequent. Um, like Power Rangers series. Series and things like that. Not yeah. the original one, but he's kind of moving into that. And he's trying to do original uh, material for the Fox Kids block is what he's trying to do. Really trying to get into that. Which, that was a huge deal when we were kids. But he also had, they, they also retained their rights to try to release the uncut subtitled version. But they never, actually never come around to do that. But they did, however, re- uh, release uncut dubbed versions of the original three z movies on home video which is kind of interesting so you don't actually see um and so 
after he kind of lets it lapse a little bit, the uh, distribution rights, they began airing a lot of this stuff in, in 1998, later on in the year, uh, on Cartoon Network as part of the channel's weekday uh, weekday afternoon tsunami block. So you see that a lot. They start to put... That would have been, like, when I watched it. Yeah, and so you would have seen it on Cartoon Network a lot during then. And so they did actually did... They redubbed a lot of things uh, and came... And so you have these weird two different, you have two different like dubbed versions. So when you have it, you have the versions from whenever when uh, uh, Saban had it dubbed in Vancouver. And mm -hmm. then you have the Texas-based uh, uh, Funimation Studios, in, which helped really push that. And so they, they did have similar, they try to keep the voices as similar as possible, but they did kind of uh, change over those things a little bit. So... But unfortunately, that was very short-lived, and they really never got back around to doing anything further over the um, over the sixty-seven episodes. So, mm -hmm. which unfortunately, I really wish they would have done more than that. But it is what it is. So, but um, so just trying to guess, you know, what did you what did you think of? The whole series as a whole, just curious. Because um, I know you're kind of getting in the, in, getting towards the end of your rope at this point. I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. But again, I ended at the Cell Saga, and I don't remember after that point. But, um, I mean, even looking back, the goofy laughing and the shoulders moving and the grunting and the loud yells... Um, I loved it. I don't, and I do know that every episode would end like kind of on a cliffhanger. Not every single one, but a lot of them, like especially in the battles. And I remember that being frustrated and like, I got to see the next one. Oh my gosh. But I really enjoyed the characters and like Goku was my absolute favorite, like the nicest person in the world kind of person. Yeah. Like I remember like him as an ideal like role model like I want to be like Goku like so nice but like so strong and tough um yeah, yeah I loved it good so could have had some female characters that were stronger but then again I mean maybe they did work them in and I just didn't get to see that part because I know if I look in that Pojo guidebook there were so many like female they, they were a lot of they, lot, they had a lot of supporting situations what they yeah, mostly but did not but. like main characters so but. i will actually sum up how i feel about it in a couple words as over exaggerated for one um and i wouldn't call it infantile i would call it I don't know. I just almost feel like it's over exaggerated, and for me, it's almost a little disappointing. I I guess like juvenile. Yeah, yeah, juvenile, but but I still at the same time as though it was good comfort anime back in the mm -hmm. day. But I watch it now, and it just doesn't bring back the same feeling as I would. I hate to say that. I have. Mm -hmm. I, I know that there'll be a lot of people that disagree with me on that. But I just. Well, it's personal I, preference. I think side. it's honestly the fact that I, I started watching it when I was a lot older than you mm -hmm. were, whenever you started watching it. And it's just wasn't, I never gained that adoration for it or that connection with it like you did mm -hmm. when I was younger. It's yeah. kind of like with me and, and you know, Team and T with you know, Sturtles. But it's just one of those things that you just, 
once you get in, if it's something that you really get into when you're a kid, it's, it's, it just kind of sticks mm-hmm. with you a little bit more. So, Well, kind of like, I mean, Pokemon, I was pretty obsessed with that, and now I hardly can stand it. But I know people that are my age that love it. Like, Will yeah, I mean, was obsessed with it and still, like, re-watching the old animated series. And I can't imagine doing that, but it, that's the same kind of thing. Like, you're talking with Dragon Ball Z. It didn't strike a chord with you in that yeah. way. And, like, Pokemon didn't do that for I me. I will watch Full Metal Alchemist okay. till the day I die. Yeah, well, and it's, it's just different things and different yeah. preferences, and that's okay. Yeah. And so to wrap up a little bit, so in 2005, uh, media historian Hal Eckerson wrote that Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball may be the closest thing on American television to an animated soap opera. <laughs> Though this particular genre is an old, established, and venerated one in Japan, the series, the series's country of origin. Uh, Christopher J. Olson and Carrie Lynn D. Reinhard, Reinhard noted that Western fans flocked to deep Dragon Ball Z because it offered exciting actions, action not found in movies or television shows, animated or otherwise, at that time. So that's kind of one of those really interesting things. That's that's a really good summary of, like, why people flock to it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, But that's, I mean... Like I said, Dragon Ball will just, it's, I don't think it's ever going to stop, they're ever going to stop making things involving Dragon Ball, just for one, it's a huge commercial success, and it's just, it's a, a huge, huge, okay, huge commercial, commercial it's a huge, one, it's huge commercial success, they're probably never going to win any awards over it, but, I mean, it's going to make some kids happy in the long run, so, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, that's kind of our, our thoughts on Dragon Ball Z, um, is there anything else you want to add before we skedaddle out of here, Jackie? No. Um, I enjoy it, but to each their own. Yeah, yeah, it's like I said. And that's why we have different flavors for different folks around here, guys. And like I said, you know, I was going over something that Jackie really enjoyed, even though it was my cup of tea. And similarly, guys, if there's something that you want us to talk about, let us know. Uh, hit us up on any of our social medias. Uh, you can email us at seriouslypointlessconvo at gmail.com if you want us to try and hit, go over a topic that you feel like you want us to hit, uh, especially if it's something that we haven't gone over yet or if it's something that we haven't, uh, aren't planning to go over. Because um, like, that's the one wonderful world of nerd and geek culture. There's so many things that we have are out there that we just don't haven't gotten into yet, but Again, I just want to thank everybody for coming by. Jackie, thanks for coming by and visiting in today. And like I said, hopefully we will get more into uh, some of our other stuff later on next week. We might be taking a break around Thanksgiving um, just because, uh, obviously, holidays. But uh, we will try and get as much of our as many of our episodes out on time as possible. But just want to let you guys know. But again, thanks, Jackie, for stopping by. You're welcome. Have a good day. You guys have a wonderful day. Bye. If you're interested in keeping up to date with new episodes on our channel, add us on any of your favorite podcasting apps or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Seriously Pointless Conversations. If you have questions or concerns, please email us at seriouslypointlessconvo at gmail.com. We appreciate any feedback. Thank you for listening to our show.